Hi guys, welcome to our first episode of Parenthood Uncut, where I'll bring you some real-time stories and tips about my parenting escapades. This segment is called Uncut because this is raw, unedited audio, simply because I wanted to get this to you ASAP. I'm currently in Greece and an island called Naxos. Last night, I put up a few reels on Instagram about our travels to date, and I've had a number of people reach out saying they're about to head off to holidays too, and would love some tips or words of wisdom as they prepare for their trips with their children. So I thought I'd hit your ears stat to give you some hot goss on my journey to date. I specifically want to talk about the flight um, because I know that's a level of anxiety for a lot of people. It certainly was for me. So let's get into it. I was traveling to Greece from Melbourne. We had a pretty much a 24 hour flight ahead of us and um, with my two boys. One is two years old, little Charlie, and I've got little Noah, who's three. So from a packing perspective, we started packing basically the weekend before we traveled, just because I I wanted everything to be in place and I didn't want to do things last minute. Um, So started packing, got everything in the suitcases, things I couldn't live without. And I certainly still being in Greece right now could not live without are Huggies, nappies, or whichever your preferred brand is. The European ones, if you are traveling to Europe, aren't as high quality. And there was a little bit of leakage I've heard from others who have used the European ones. So I feel like you can't go past the Aussie brands. The other thing I could not live without is the Yo-Yo Pram. Now we've got the seat extension as well. So we've got little Charlie in a Yo-Yo in the actual pram component. The seat extension enables our three-year-old to either sit or stand and sort of hold onto the back of the pram. The great thing about the yo-yo is that it enables you to take uh, this onto the flight as carry-on luggage. Um, I should mention, we are not sponsored by any of these brands. So this is purely um, brands that are working for me. The other thing that I literally could not live without is the bed rail that we bought from Kmart for like $30. So our toddler Charlie is two, as I mentioned, and he's, has recently migrated from a cot to a bed. Um, and so we haven't had to bring the travel cot with us, which is amazing. Last time we traveled to Europe with little Noah, we had to bring the travel cot. We had the baby Bjorn, uh, which was a godsend. Amazing. The fact that you could, he could sleep in the same cot every night was a lifesaver. It is pretty heavy though. So you literally do have to put it under the plane and carry it along everywhere you go. Um, it is a bit of a liability in that perspective. So from Charlie uh, being two, we were like, you know what? He's just going to suck it up. He's going to be in single beds. And we've got this little, this little rail that literally just slot. Uh, th- there's a supportive mechanism that is under the mattress itself so that it sort of stays um, uh, steady and secure. And, um, and it's been working for us. It's really easy to pack. It literally, um, you can disassemble it and it comes in like five different pieces when you sort of pull it all apart. It's very sort of thin and we just placed it right on top of our luggage, uh, right on top of our stuff in our suitcases. So something to think about if your kids are around that age and you're looking for some easy solutions for bedding. 
Talking about sleep, we also packed aluminium foil for the windows and blue tack. So that enabled us to block out some light coming through the windows, which really has helped with our daytime sleep and also just trying to get the kids out of the jet lag, which we're still experiencing um, four days into our trip, but that's just life with children. Um, and just being a human where jet lag is a thing when you travel to the other side of the world. Uh, the other item we couldn't live without is Vegemite. I mean, our boys are just obsessed with it. And it, sometimes it's nice to just have those home, uh, you know, those ties to home. Um, so we brought a pack of like the squeezy one along with us. As far as things to play with and things like that, we bought a couple of light books. The boys on the plane had little sort of playing cards and they really loved them. They were just sort of, you know, putting them in and out of the box and just entertaining themselves with them. But we've been pretty light on things to play with. Oh, obviously, you know, you're coloring in books and your stickers and bits and pieces like that. But Really, um, it's obviously iPad has been the one thing, particularly on the flights, that has been an absolute saviour. So uh, didn't bring too many things for the flight, um, but yeah, just brought a few little essentials that are nice and light to carry. And I guess one of the last things to consider taking um, on the flight are the 100 mil Panadols. So everywhere seems to be selling the 200 mil. I went to four different chemist warehouse. I finally found the 100 mil. Um, for an international flight, you can't take more than 100 mil bottles on. So that was perfect. I grabbed that 100 mil Panadol. Um, we also took the 100 mil Finergan. That has helped with just assisting the boys to fall asleep. It's funny. I feel like when we bought Finergan at the pharmacy, they ask like a million questions, sort of insinuating, are you trying to drug your children? And I was like, uh, we're traveling. I just need some assistance on the sleep front. And they said, all right, just don't, you know, administer it too often. So, you know, they will ask you a hundred questions, but it really helped us. Um, we had a five-hour delay at Melbourne Airport, uh, literally going out from, you know, we arrive at Melbourne Airport, five-hour delay. And so by the time we got on the flight, the kids were ratty AF, uh, you know, a bit of Finergan and that sort of helped them sleep for probably about four or five hours. So um, something to think about. Also with those bottles of liquids, I just felt like I had to Google this. So I feel like I've got to tell you guys, um, they, 100 mil bottles are allowed for international. They need to be in a plastic bag, which is either 25 centimeters by 15 centimeters or 20 centimeters by 20 centimeters. So it's kind of pretty particular with the bag that it goes in. The good news was that at both Mel Melbourne Airport and Abu Dhabi, where we stopped for our connecting flight, they didn't require us to take the liquids out at security, which was amazing. So I feel like maybe the technology for security has improved. Um, we didn't sort of have to lug them out, which is something we certainly had to do for previous trips. Um, the final tip I would say around packing is check your suitcase locks beforehand. Uh, we were 30 minutes from our taxi arriving at our place and Jules, my husband, goes, oh, I've just locked my suitcase and yeah, fuck, I can't remember what the lock was to unlock it. And I'm like, are you kidding me? So he's there rattling all these different, like thinking about all these different codes that could possibly make up the four codes on his suitcase, not knowing whether he's going to be able to open his suitcase. I was like in hysterics, just being like, okay, don't even worry about it. It's locked now. We'll just break the lock when we get to Europe. We don't have time for this. I'm like running around like a headless truck trying to get everything else organized before the cab arrives. Anyway, eventually he figured out his code and it was like Christmas, but just don't put yourself in that situation. If you are going to lock your luggage, 
just make sure that you know where the key is or you know what your code is to unlock it. You know, 30 minutes um, before is probably not the ideal uh, timing to be sorting that shit out. So just uh, words of advice on that one. Okay, let's talk about the airport. So with the airport, I was really paranoid. Obviously, toddlers, they love to just run, right, in opposite directions. At least that's what my kids do. So um, we actually got a harness from eBay, and it's the harness that you sort of put around the body. Um, so we put that around Noah, our three-year-old, who loves to run away from us. And that was sort of our way of being able to manage him because we knew even though we had the yo-yo pram, which – Charlie sat in. Noah had the opportunity to sit on the back, as I mentioned, but we knew he'd want to walk a lot of the time. We're talking about busy airports here, and I'm just like, I'm not losing my kids. So that was actually not bad, having the harness. Um, there were a number of times where we're, you know, lugging a all of our bags. Noah's trying to go in a different direction. We were able to sort of, he bounced back (laughs) and was able to sort of be pulled back to us because he had the harness on. So I feel like that really saved us. So things to think about if your kid also uh, loves to run away from you. Uh, The other tip I would say around the airports are kids freaking hate waiting for anything, right? Like our kids are impatient AF. I'm impatient, let alone our children, right? So um, one thing that I found was really handy when we're waiting in the lines is just to have like a special snack, right? So not something that they're used to, but just having like, for example, my kids are obsessed with these particular muesli bars. I don't buy them all the time. They're kind of the special, you know, treats that they have every now and then. So basically, you know, we're in the airport line, we're waiting to get our tickets or whatever it looks like. And I pull out a muesli bar when they're about to get hysterical. So um, just things to think about, or if you've got a favorite toy or you've got a special, you know, something that you can give them to preoccupy them even for five minutes, um, definitely something something to think about because um, yeah, there were times where they did get pretty hysterical. Um, and yeah, I just thought far out. I'm glad that at least I've got something to sort of give them in those moments. Okay, let's talk about the plane. So the things I would sort of say around the plane, firstly, is if you are traveling with the yo-yo pram, they often will not let let you push it onto the plane. So you do have to sort of pack it all up before you get on the plane. Things to know because often, um, I know in our last trip, we went to push it on the plane and they said, you're going to pack your yo-yo up and there was a million people behind us and you know we're trying to pack it up you know hastily with all our bags and you know everything's dropping and it was just you know just one of those moments where you're like Jesus if I knew it would be a lot less stressful so that's the tip on the yo-yo. Um, the other thing I definitely would bring for the plane, uh, you know, those neck pillows, uh, we actually use them as an arm rest when the children were sort of sleeping on us. So just really handy. Obviously on the plane, they'll often have little pillows and blankets, but those neck pillows were really good because they're that little bit more sturdy. So again, you know, bring them along and, and you can use them for that, that purpose as well. Um, the other thing that I felt like was a godsend was the fact that we packed a separate changes of clothes in separate bags that were easily accessible when we needed them. So for example, we got on the plane, you know, we're 30 minutes in the air, Charlie does a vom, right? Of course he does. So there's vomit everywhere. And I went, okay, great. Took my suitcase out of the overhead compartment, you know, unzipped it. And I knew that I had a bag just for Charlie, you know, ready to just pull out. I took out a t-shirt, whacked that on him, took out a pair of shorts, whacked that on him, and we were all happy days. So had I not been as organized, it would have made me meant that I would be, rub, you know, 
rummaging through everything that we had, trying to find the right item when the plane's dark and there's people everywhere and everything's so tight and, you know, all that. So, you know, if you can make it easy for yourself, why not? So, yeah, just having a little bag with their clothes. Um, also, little bags with sort of like nappy kits I had, which was easy enough for me to just pull out a nappy kit when we needed to. That consisted of, you know, a couple of nappies, the wipes, the pseudo cream, um, all sort of within one little bag. So I just carry that with me to the toilet. So again, you know, not necessarily essential, but certainly things that made it a little bit easier, easier for us on the trip. Uh, little Charlie had a few tantrums and meltdowns, which was just delightful. So, uh, how did I handle tantrums on the plane? Um, well, I guess there was, I'd literally would walk him up and down the aisle and, you know, at least to get his little legs moving. Um, I found with Charlie being two years old, he was that little bit too young to really understand what was going on. Whereas with Noah, you know, he'd wake up from a groggy from his sleep I'd be like it's okay Noah like we're on the plane do you want a book or do you want your iPad or you know and he was kind of like okay you know a little bit more receptive whereas Charlie would just lose it we've been in the air forever what the hell mum I'm so over this but like just essentially he couldn't talk so it's just all tears um so that was a little bit stressful and I feel like that was probably my worst nightmare having the screaming child on the plane. Um, so yeah, walking him up and down the aisle was helpful. I also at one point was going to get him a bit of milk because that often comforts him. I made the mistake of telling him, it's okay, Charlie, we'll get you milk. And then I asked for the milk. That took 30 minutes to arrive. And in the meantime, I was literally there pulling my hair out and Charlie's like, no screaming and I was like oh my god I should never have said I'm gonna get the milk I should have just you know so yeah little things like that where you just oh it was yeah you're gonna have stressful stressful moments that's just what it is but you know at the end of the day they are children they're gonna play up you can only do what you can do but certainly to avoid or to help with tantrums a little bit of walking up and down the aisle obviously throwing him his favorite you know toy or the ipad obviously helped as well um or yeah a bit of milk or something too to sort of calm them down was was a winner for us um talking about now sort of having special snacks and and things like that um, to sort of support you during those moments of um, bit hysteria. I found that often, obviously, the plane will give the kids their kid meal. Before the kids would sort of get stuck in, if I noticed there was a little muesli bar or a little chocolate or something that was part of that kid meal, I'd take it off their plate and put it straight in my bag and I'd save it for a time that I knew I would need the snack because obviously I had a whole heap of snacks, but my kids know what our snacks are. So having something a little bit different kind of amused them a little bit more. So particularly getting off the plane, so with land... And, you know, there's that 20, 30 minutes where you're kind of waiting around for everyone to sort of eventually you can get off, right? That was, um, that was not great. The, when, when that, when we landed the first time in Abu Dhabi, we, you know, we took the iPads off the kids. We're like, great, we're here. And we're just st- sitting there for 20 minutes trying to get off the plane. The kids are screaming because they're over it. Everyone, you know, the plane's silent. And then everyone's like looking at your children. That was us. And I was like, oh, it's okay. Calm down. It's okay. And then I remembered, oh my God, I actually put some of the chocolate from the plain meal in my bag. It just adorned on me. So I quickly rummaged through my bag, pull out the chocolate. And then the it, sort of the kids were like, oh my gosh, it's Christmas day. They're eating the chocolate and it had helped them simmer for a couple of minutes. So um, yeah, like little things like that, that I found was really helpful. Snacks are king. And like, <laughs> if you can find as many snacks as you can along the way, just to appease your children, I feel like that is an absolute godsend. Um, 
One of the things as well, a lot of people were talking to me about about on being on the plane with children is, well, what do you do to help their ears not pop, right? So I hadn't given this much thought. Um, we're on our literally on our way to the airport and I was like, oh, Jesus, Jules, what are we going to do when we're going up and we're coming back down to avoid the boys' ears popping? Um, and then we didn't really come to any resolution on that one. Um, from our experience, I don't know, our kids had the iPads in as we went up and as we went down, maybe they were so distracted that but for whatever reason, they never experienced sort of that, um, their ears popping. Maybe we're just, we were just lucky. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I'd, I'd certainly heard a lot of babies crying when we went up and down. Again, I'm not sure if, I don't know, obviously younger children, they're more susceptible to it. I don't know. As an adult, my ears didn't pop, but I know others does. So, uh, yeah, couldn't really give you a huge amount of advice on that one, but yeah, we didn't worry too much about it and it wasn't too much of a big deal. So they're my hot tips for you folks. I hope that was helpful. I'll certainly be bringing you more travel tips um, in the coming episodes. If you are about to fly, good luck. It's certainly worth it when you reach your destination. You've got this. <laughs> for those of you flying with babies, we also have a Real Talk episode that Liv and I did. It's episode 30, where we discuss our experiences with traveling to Europe with our seven months old, seven month olds. So there's a link in the show notes for that if you are interested. If you enjoyed this episode, you can subscribe to our show so that you never miss an episode. And also feel free to share this episode with any friends that you are traveling with or that are traveling at all. We're all in this together. We've got this. Thanks guys. Until next time.